Welcome to this episode of Against the Mountains of Madness. I'm your host, Jason. And despite all appearances, I'm still John C. Wright. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about Idiocracy, Sensory, and Genius, which I think is a much better title than the one I had. So, <laughs> on this episode, uh, we'll be talking about a number of different things, but what's been topical in the news lately that we thought was relevant to fighting the mountains of madness was the decision to edit Roald Dahl's books to make them nice according to the dictates of some uh, blue-haired mental patient. So, John, what do you think of the idea of editing someone's works um, oh, I, I should mention there was also, amusingly, possibly the most ironic uh, example of this ever is uh, they're rewriting 1984 from a woman's perspective. <laughs> so they're, so they're no. taking, they're taking no, the, that... book, the, 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 the book about government censorship and rewriting history to fit a political agenda to fit a modern political agenda. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Although, in all fairness, that's a new work. It's not actually censoring the old the old work, which they are doing to Roe Dal. That's true. And they're not doing it to be nice. Allow me to quote. Well, we I did put nice in quotes. Nice Roe Dal's nice wonderful. You can't get out of, you cannot get out of this with air quotes. Okay, it is false <laughs> to say they're doing it to be nice. This is their reason. They have said so. Fair we enough. want to ensure Roe Dal's wonderful stories and characters continue to be enjoyed by all children today. It's not unusual to review language used alongside other details to include the book's cover and page layout. They're doing it because they're changing the page layout. Our guiding principle throughout has been to maintain storylines, characters, and the irreverence and sharp-edged spirit of the original text. Any changes that may have been made were small and carefully considered. So, they're doing it to make it for today, to keep it relevant. And they're just the most outrageous liars I can imagine. Is that... And I also want to start out by saying, this is not the only thing that's that's been in the news. R.L. Stein, uh, who who was uh, who wrote the uh, a, a set of scary stories for children. I, I don't remember the, the name. Goosebumps. 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 Never Thank read them, you. Yeah. Yes, his books were also woke edited, and the wokesters didn't tell him about the edit. He publicly said, "No, they haven't edited it." And then they kind of said, and then they said, "Yes, we did." And Dr. Seuss's six most famous and well-beloved books are going to be suppressed in their entirety. They're not just removing one word or one picture. They're just taking, they're just yanking them off the, uh, mm. yanking them off the bookstores. And eBay will not allow you to sell your old versions of the Dr. Seuss books. Now, this is Dr. Seuss, who, if you remember from right from his uh, uh, his book about the Lorax. Uh, is not a right winger. <laughs> no. He wrote a book. He wrote a book called the uh, the Butter Battle book that was uh, uh, that was not that was against the arms race. You know, he he wrote left wing propaganda for children. At least two of his books were, were entirely left wing. The rest, of course, were completely delightful and flights of fancy. And every every adult should get those to read to their kids, because for one thing, they don't get boring. For another thing, they occasionally are rather right wing in their in their approach. I had trouble getting to Sala Salu, for example, has a surprise ending that uh, is, is a good moral lesson for any little kid who has who has troubles that he should uh, uh, take up arms against. So now, so this is Dr. Seuss. If there's any more 
uh, innocuous and inoffensive character imaginable. I can't imagine it. <laughs> they're getting rid of him. Rodal, they're 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 altering him. You know, they're getting all rid of the, all the jokes in witches that mock the witches, for example. Yep. So. Now, I suppose it does raise the question: Is it illegitimate to change an author's work to make it more current? Because it's certainly the case that they periodically retranslate the Bible for exactly that reason. Um, um, King, King J- the King James version of the Bible is difficult to read. Um, they do more modern translations to make them easier to read. So is this inherently an illegitimate practice? It doesn't seem like, in principle, it's always wrong. And I would note, if you're translating a work to a different medium, um, if you have a book that has uh, large segments where the character is sort of in his head imagining something and talking to himself, that doesn't translate to film at all. You have to give him someone to talk to or something like that. Um, once so, again, once again, you are being way too generous to these people. Oh, I don't think so. I'm just saying, like, there does seem to be legitimate cases where it makes sense to do some of this. No, there's not. Not, not necessarily what they're doing. I suspect their intent, their intent is evil. There's, that's the problem. There's, but... there's no legitimate case because you're being, you're, you're granting their assumption, which you should not grant. Speaking is a good thing. Lying is not the same as speaking, although we do speak to lie. Of okay. Course. Updating a book to more modern language is a perfectly acceptable practice. It's, it's, uh, the, there are many examples of it. Different translations of the Iliad come out once every, once every five years or so. Okay. But, those are identified as translations. Mm-hmm. The purpose of the uh, translation is not to deceive the readers into thinking that everyone agrees with your woke politics. The whole point of woke politics is to put across the impression that this tiny minority of freaks represent the will of the people, the will of the majority. You see, so they do everything they can to inflate their numbers. They do everything they can to inflate the appearance of consensus to themselves. And they are liars, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're doing this not because they love Rodal, and not because they want to, to, bring, him, to bring him to the, uh, to the attention of the audience. They're doing this because they hate Rodal. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite of someone making a minor change or, change, or translating something, okay? Now, having said that, uh, I do not think that, that old books should be changed, though I'm willing to make an exception for uh, uh, Ten Little Indians, which is also called And Then There Were None. It, the, it originally, it's a, it's a uh, murder mystery written by Agatha Christie, and one of her most famous, but it originally was based on a, uh, on a rhyming, uh, a jump rope rhyme yep. that had uh, a, a racial slur in it as the, uh, uh, instead of the word tiger or instead of the word engine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, nowadays Indians also is also considered to be uh, to be offensive to Indians. I don't know why, uh, but uh, 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 removing something that is honestly offensive, which doesn't have any, th- there's nothing in the plot that references the uh, the children's rhyme in the murder mystery. That title was picked because of because there's ten and then nine and then eight and then seven because everyone gets murdered mm-hmm. one after another until you try to find out who's who the, who the murderer is. Um, but I would not remove, I would not change the name of any characters, for example, in, uh, uh, Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn, 
even though those words nowadays are words that only rap stars can scream at the top of their lungs in public and get paid for it. Yep. But white men are not allowed to used to say that say that word anymore. Okay. Mm. They have to use elliptical phrases like I'm using. Um they have to use a phrase like the N-word, and even that apparently is offensive now. To the people who are professionally offended, everything's offensive because it That's pays true. them to be offensive. They're not actually offended. Any, I mean, or if, excuse me, if they're offended, it's because they're possessed. I, okay. To, to they be might honest, be possessed by an idea or they might be possessed by a evil spirit, but it's not normal human thinking that makes it so that they regard everything as a sinister attack on the on the downtrodden. I, I but, think I, I think they I think they probably are on some level genuinely offended and upset. Yes, uh, but not by, on by the honest home. level. The, the, well, the no, level no, they're on, upset on is on, the hang, surface level. Hang on, hang on. Go I ahead, mean, go yes, ahead. like but I think I think they're mentally ill, basically. They've but they've done this to themselves. There's examples of um girls watching lots of TikTok videos about Tourette's and then developing actual Tourette's type symptoms from going down this rabbit hole. So, I mean, they've done this to themselves and they've driven themselves crazy and made themselves, given themselves a disorder. But nevertheless, it does seem like they do seem genuinely broken at this point. It's hard to use the word genuine to a guy who lies so much every part of his philosophy is a deception and a self-deception. That's true. That said, I have to agree, the Nazis conquered Germany before they conquered any other country. A person who goes down this route, who adopts this philosophy, this esoteric, Marxist, woke, you know, uh, 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 hermeticist philosophy, becomes a Gnostic, in other words. Someone who inverts every moral principle. Someone who believes mm. evil is good, God is the devil, ugliness is beautiful, uh, uh, facts are opinion, opinions are facts. Someone who goes down that route does act insane and speak in an insane fashion. There's nothing biologically wrong with his brain. He's not actually insane. He's just talked himself into an insanity that he can't he can't talk himself out of. Once you're convinced that logic is illogical and truth is untrue, you can't use logic and truth to dig yourself out of that hole. So those are the people who are now in charge of our institutions, the crazies. Yeah. And I should say even to call them crazy is an insult to people who are honestly crazy. Because people who do go crazy do not do it deliberately to themselves. No, that's true. You know, so it's it's uh, it, call it, let's call them drunks because you do drink alcohol to induce the symptoms of delirium tremens in yourself if you overdrink. Uh, and they have over they have overdrunk at the at the well of a bad philosophy, the that's stagnant true. pond of of Gnosticism, of anti philosophy, of anti thinking. Mm. Uh, because what the look, look, let's be honest. The the one thing that that I agree they're sincere about is they sincerely do not want to take responsibility for their actions. They sincerely do not want yeah. to have to go through the trouble of thinking, critically examining themselves, or looking in a mirror. They do not want to. They, they sincerely want to blame other people for their own shortcomings. And they and and so whether whether or not they sincerely believe other people are responsible for their own shortcomings. I leave that as an exercise to the reader to to determine. I, you know, I'm not a mind reader, but they certainly don't act like people who are plugged into reality. They're in a rebellion no. against reality. That's now, fair. When someone like that gets their hands on a manuscript of a children's book, they suffer from a temptation that no mortal can resist. These people want our children. They have to get their hands on our children, 
because they can't convince an adult to adopt their lunatic, uh, self-contradictory nonsense. You, you can't convince a grown-up that a man is a woman just because he says so, or that up is down, or that God is the devil, or that evil is good, and or, or any of the things they believe. I'm you not know? sure that's entirely true, having watched... On more than one occasion, um, guys I know have wives that go and do a social work social work course at university or something like that, and they go from being normal, fairly ordinary Christian women to lunatics to like full blown woke um, crazies. Uh, so I stand corrected. Like so it can, it, it, I mean, I've, I've seen it happen to guys as well. It's not just women, but um, I've, I've, I've noticed it a few, like I've seen it particularly with a few times where um, I've gotten friends who have gotten married, their wives have gone to university and then it's destroyed the marriage. It's, you know, it's blown of the course. whole thing up of because um, I, their, their wives have just gone mad. And I um, stand corrected. I, I should not have said that they, that they need to have the children because they can't convince the adults. What I should have said is they want to get the children because it's easier, it's easier. To than to convince yes. the adults. Because usually you can only get an adult who doesn't have a firm grounding in, in apologetics or in philosophy or who doesn't really know what he believes. Because keep in mind how seductive these appeals are. If you're not responsible for your own actions, if everything you do is the fault of the, of the, of the society around you, then not only are you blameless, your conscience can now sleep. You never have to pester yourself or worry about yourself again. You also know a secret knowledge that the muggles, that the people who are not wizards don't know. They're benighted and you're enlightened. You're, in fact, they call themselves woke because That's they true. think they're awake in a world of sleepwalkers. They think they have the secret knowledge. Well, how flattering is that? I can't even think of anything more flattering or more wonderful to know because it's, um... uh, it's like being a Christian in the land of pagans. But only if Christianity was a secret, a secret knowledge that was given to you and to you alone, you see. But I, I'll, I'll push back a little bit. Um, I don't understand the appeal of everything being someone else's fault. Um, I mean, on one level, on a very shallow level, I guess I see the appeal because then I'm not responsible. Whatever I do is not my fault and I can do whatever I like. Right, but it's 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 got a real thorn in its tail. If nothing, if I'm not responsible for anything I do, that that has a flip side. I have no control over my own destiny. I if I if everything is, if I'm, well, you hear you hear the African Americans say it. The blacks, I don't know what the right people of color, whatever. You hear these groups set, talk about being oppressed and how everything is, you know, the oppressive white man's fault and all the rest of it. Well, if that's true, then you're stuck. You can never, you can never fix, you can never get out of the situation you're in. You're permanently oppressed and doomed to be downtrodden because you can't fix it. It's, you, you have no control. I mean, nothing being your fault also means nothing is within your control to change. Um, I don't. I don't know why you say this is a pushback against anything I said. Yes, oh, that's true. But it's, yes, I, they believe I that. Uh, let, I me, don't let me interrupt. The, sorry. They want to be victims when they're that's not. True. There's no black man in America 
who suffers from any legal, moral, or cultural barrier to any field he wishes to enter. None. Okay? In fact, for things like uh, college admissions and getting uh, government contracts from the federal government, they are put ahead of the line. We, we, we live under a regime of affirmative action. Furthermore, if they ever encounter a, a, a run-in with the police, the press will automatically assume that they're completely innocent and justified in anything they do, no matter what they do, no matter how violent. Um, so, I don't they know, are not victims. It depends how egregious, I think, but yes. But, no, the press but, but, will come in on their at, side. At this, I'm at not this saying point, the police will. Actually, at this, at this point, yes, that's probably true. Um, although... It does seem to be the case the press only runs with stories where the press only runs with unjustified stories because there are there are cases of police actual police abuses like genuine cases where the police definitely 100% do the wrong thing. Sure, um, but those don't get the pr the, the press not interested in those. Well no, but that's interesting because that happens that even when that happens to a black man those stories disappear from the press too, where the cops Correct. are clearly in the wrong. It's it's Correct. interesting that the true ones don't get any don't get any traction. It's only the ones that are false Correct. that they get any traction. And there's a, there's a there's a pretty clear reason for that. Now again, I'm not a mind reader, but the reason is that the, what they're trying to do is diminish the authority of the police, and by extension, diminish the authority of society in general. These people are in rebellion against reality, which means it might, they're in rebellion it against might... God. They're in rebellion against the, uh, the social structures. They're in rebellion against the hierarchy we live under. They're in rebellion against all hierarchy and all social structures. They are anarchists at heart because True. they follow the great anarchist Satan. However, but, but they want the, the advantage of telling a lie as opposed to telling a truth is, first, they get, if everyone tells the lie, it weakens their moral character. And That's second, true. it makes it so that even people who are interested, even people who are alert, even people who are attentive, can't tell true from false anymore. We all now live in a world of fog, in a maze of mirrors, because no one can tell the truth from false, because all of our public institutions lie to us constantly. Okay? So they're, they're, the, the mere fact that they, could, that they could use real evidence to show real evidence of police corruption, and they don't. They take perfectly good shoots, and they say, this police officer, we have read his mind, we have studied his heart, because we are Christ. We know his secret motive like God does, and he's a racist. He's actually a Nazi, a neo-Nazi. He came here from Argentina to join the police force. Now, who believes that? It who might... believes that who believes that four black men beating up a black man are motivated by Nazism? Nobody. They no, know it's true. false. We know it's false. We know they're lying. They know we know we're lying, but they lie anyway. Because it, might... it saps our will to resist. It might it might be slightly simpler, at least in the cases where they discard them, um, where the police genuinely do the wrong thing and it's obvious. Those officers get fired and arrested usually. <laughs> like the police do exactly what you would expect them to do when they discover police officers behaving in a reckless criminal fashion. They prosecute of them. So there's no story there because, I mean, there should be a story there. Yay, the system works. Right. But there's no story there. There's Whereas no story there. when the guys Who's... haven't done the wrong, haven't really done the wrong thing, they, um, yeah, they're, they're, that's when they can actually um, tell lies and inflame the story. So there's no story there if your purpose is not to report the news. 
There's no mm. story there if your purpose is to be a revolutionary and to overthrow all civilized norms. There's no story there um, if you're an anarchist. That's why they don't run the story. On. It doesn't serve their party. Wait, but there's also no story there if what you want is clicks and eyeballs. I mean, it doesn't have to be a grand conspiracy. It can be um, just them driven, um, them driven by, well, the lust for money and things like that. I mean, Tim Pool had an interesting observation about the origins of uh, this intersectional madness. Um, he's convinced, I'm, I, I, I would agree with you, there's a spiritual element to it, but his observation is certainly correct that a lot of this is an algorithmic madness where people discovered many years ago if you publish an, if you publish, you're shaking your head, you publish a I'm, story I'm waiting for you to Facebook. finish. So I'm waiting for you to finish, so I don't have to interrupt you. But go ahead, continue, please. No, that's fine. They're, they're, you publish a story on Facebook, um, something or other racism, and then you and you get X clicks, and then you publish a story on Facebook, um, something or other sexism, and you get Y clicks. But then if you publish the story, something or other sexism and racism you get x times or you get x plus y clicks so the fact that the algorithm was promoting these stories encouraged people to mix these together which then a lot of this intersectional madness came out of people piling keyword effectively piling these ideas together and trying to get as many in a story as possible to draw as much attention as possible and be promoted by the algorithm and then People have read these stories, taken these ideas on, and it's infected them, but it's driven them mad. But I thought that was an interesting observation. You were going to say. He's wrong for three reasons. First, intersectionalism as a, as a philosophy is older than the, uh, the al internet algorithm for, for clicks. Because it started, it started in, the, in the early 2000s, the uh, late 19, 1990s. Okay, so, so just historically it's wrong. The intersectionalist philosophy where, where people, uh, the, the neo-Marxist philosophy that says everyone is oppressed according to a different group of intersecting, act, intersecting axes is older than the algorithm. Two, the algorithm is designed by people for a certain purpose, and the design has, it was designed by leftists. It was designed with this in mind. Three, I used to work in the newspaper business. You can get, you can sell plenty of newspapers saying the cops beat up a guy and the cops are wrong and they're, and they're brutal. And then you also sell papers when they say justice has been done. We've the uh, they've been fired. They're in jail now, you know, because people want to hear the news. Okay. Okay. So so the 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 idea that you think the algorithm is neutral, or the idea that you think the news is neutral, or that you think there's some innocent there's some innocent reason behind it, I don't think the facts will bear that out if you if you look at it carefully. The, the, these these um, people have no, I... these people are driven. By a crusader spirit, they're, they're members of a cult. They're members of a religion that is devoted to Antichrist. They're against America. They're um, against freedom and democracy. They're against logic. They're against reason. They're against reality. So, so look at that as their motivation. Def and stop, trying, stop trying to pretend oh. that their motivation is something innocent. Def no, no, I'll, I'll agree with you there. But the flip side is I suspect he's onto something in terms of how this got out into the culture so effectively. Oh yes, I, I agree. I agree that that's that 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 that, that is an effective strategy that they used. Certainly, the uh, the internet has, has been a terrible um, has been a has been a terrible tool in the hands of these in the hands of these people uh, to control the information flows and, and to shape public opinion. 
There are people. There yes. are people nowadays alive, thanks to the internet, who will believe that Brett Kavanaugh is a gang rapist until the day they die, and nothing will persuade them otherwise, thanks to the way the internet presented the story to them. Even though it's the most obviously bogus story anyone can imagine, you know. Yeah. Now, well, that... you asked an earlier question, which I'd like to get back to, which is sure. why do these yeah, people? Why do these people say that they have no control over their lives? Isn't there a flip side that means that they're always victims? I say, yes, they do believe they are always victims, but they don't think they can save themselves any more than a Christian thinks they can save themselves. The followers of Antichrist think Caesar will save them. They think the government will save them. They think that all they have to do is give the government more power, and if once the government has absolute power, it will simply create utopia. That's their theory. Now, there are, I admit, some Marxists these days who have lost faith in utopia. So they've lost sight of their gold, but they've redoubled their efforts. So they're hell-bent on tearing down society, although now they don't really remember why they originally started the process. But the tearing down society is their main, is their main purpose. And when they, when they censor Road Dahl, that's, that's what their purpose is. Again, I'm not a mind reader. There may be some people, and I should say, their Morlocks always have Eloy. If you if you mm -hmm. if you remember the time the time machine by H. G. Wells, the, these the liar no liar lies unless he expects someone to believe his lie, and there are some people who are willing or able to believe the lies and who will. Some are innocent. Some are kind of uh, too easily persuaded. Uh, only God can tell the degree of uh, the degree of negligence involved in believing things that are so outrageous and, and so uh, so false. But then again, the liars are not really trying to persuade everyone to actually believe it. That, that's, that's icing on the cake. What they want is for, for you to say in public that men are women, that truth is false, that fact is opinion, that God is the devil. You know, they, they, just, well, they just want the words. They don't, they don't care if you actually believe it. In fact, it's better for them if you, don't, if you because don't. Yeah. Because, yeah. Now, so what did they erase from Roadell? What was it that was so horrible? Was there anything in Roadell that was like, uh, you know, like pro-Nazi, like, you know, burn all the Jews or uh, was, uh, you know, uh, uh, little kids go out and take drugs and uh, conquer the world? No. Here's, here's what they got rid of. Chambermaid got turned into cleaner. Do you see anything offensive or un- or, or even anachronistic about the word chambermaid? Maybe anachronistic. Okay. Great I mean, flock like... of ladies... I'm, I'm willing. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'd actually be willing to give them a pass on that. I mean, I don't think it's a necessary change, but chambermaid is an old word at this point, and we don't have chambermaids anymore. I am. So, I am shocked, and you and I will never see eye to eye on this because all the old words I know, I I learn how to. I learn from reading old books. Fair enough. No, no. Am but I, I mean, are you look, supposed? Are, are children supposed to believe that everyone who read who wrote old books? believes all the same things and talks all the same way we, no, we no, believe and talk no, now? No, look, I, no, no, that's that's fine. I agree. I would not this... change the word knight to warrior. I wouldn't change no. the word samurai to soldier. You know? No. I, look, hang on. I agree with you. I don't think the word, word is worth changing. Completely agree. But Thank in you. terms of the defensibility of that change, sure. I don't think... I, I think that's... That would be within the bounds of saying, well, we're updating it for modern audiences so they will understand the words. I think I've never heard anyone called a cleaner ever in my life. I've heard cleaning lady, I've heard cleaning maid, 
I've heard chambermaid. I've I've heard cleaner and cleaners all the time. We're having do, the cleaners you, in. Yeah. Do you talk do you talk to modern people? I've heard that we're having the cleaners in, in a spy novel where they're gonna assassinate people and take away the bodies. I've never heard I've never heard a chambermaid called a cleaner. <laughs> now uh, I'm an old Michelle, fashioned guy. Michelle I don't, says I don't, Michelle says she needs to be at work to let the cleaners in all the time. And that means and that means house cleaners? House cleaners? Uh no, they're well they're cleaning the office, but yeah. Okay. So uh, look, I mean as I said, I don't think it's necessary me, to I make mean... the change, but it's that's that's probably a defensible change if you okay. really thought it was necessary. Pick pick a really obviously indefensible one. That that's seems like first, you... that's the first of a hundred. <laughs> Great, but that, but that's my whole point. All of these are arguably defensible, depending on what your goal is. Let me let me give you the next one. Great but flock I mean, of I... ladies. Let me give you the next one. Ready? Yeah, sure. Great flock of ladies becomes great group of ladies. Yeah, that's another weird one. I mean, like, what's wrong with... Why did they change the word flock? People because know what flock it, is. Because it refers to women as if they're birds, I assume. And they, they regard it as condescending to ladies. That's weird. I mean, because, okay, I don't think that's defensible because... Okay. Flocks, flocks behave in a particular like a flock of birds behave in a particular way following a leader. You can, you can model this actually. Um, fish do the same thing in schools, but it's not a group. A flock is different to a group. A group is just an aggregation of people. A flock has certain behaviors associated with it. Yeah, but now you're talking genius, Maybe I'm and, I'm talking, and I'm talking idiocracy. Fair enough. <laughs> there, remember. They're deliberately being as hypersensitive as possible because what they're trying to do is create the illusion that anyone who talks normally about women is a sexist and a hater and a bigot. So they have to they have to adopt a, a sterile, neutral form of language that no one in real life ever uses. Let me let me go on. You must yep. be mad, woman. Becomes you must be out of your mind. You see the difference? Um you must be mad, woman. Uh, that implies women are hysterical and crazy. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Just don't like the word "mad" you, to being insane. The old hag becomes the how old. Is, how is how is how is mad and out of your mind different? They no. seem the same to me. What's uh, the difference? Mad is an older expression. I mean, yeah, okay. Mad is an older term, but out of your mind and mad. Are... Can you have a phrase and a word be a synonym? I don't know. I'm an engineer, well, not if, an English teacher. If you tell me, if you tell me the difference between person of color and colored person, and why one is blessed and the other is anathema, then I will explain the difference between mad and out of your mind. Oh, there's no difference. Well, of course not. The there's only no difference. The, the only difference is the age of the term, really. And... No, the the difference is they want they want to emphasize that a colored person is a person first and colored later. I, I would say never underestimate the power of being arbitrary because all these things are an exercise of power. If I can get you to say uh, wiggledy piggledy rather than piggledy wiggledy, then I control your mouth. You see? That's true. So if I say saying colored person is terribly offensive and saying person of color is perfectly acceptable, then I control your mouth, even though they're the same phrase. See? So part of this, is, part of this is, is arbitrary for the sake of being arbitrary. And part of this is just to be bland. I can say as an artist myself that you must be mad, woman, is a lot more dramatic. It's a lot easier to say. 
has a lot more punch and verve than you must be out of your mind. You know, that's true. And as to why the old hag becomes the old crow uh, is is offensive is Im- impossible for me to discern because I just got done saying that they were offended by calling women birds. You know, so I, let me. Uh, I I would have yes? assumed they meant. I wonder if I wonder if the person making the change doesn't know the word crone and thinks the word crone is the word crow possibly but that's that it doesn't excuse it it doesn't it doesn't excuse that well it would play you're groping to make it look like this is innocent rather than sinister no 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 so i congratulate you on your generosity of spirit which i do not share actually i wasn't thinking in terms of it's making them innocent i was thinking yes you're right that's completely insane because you just got you just got your nose out of joint about flock and that implying women are birds <laughs> then to say the old crow i th- i was thinking that actually played more into um the idea that uh yes these are um these are members of the idiocracy um who are editing yeah. these books they and, don't, and they don't even know basic words let's assume that everyone who is one of these types of censors and i don't mean an honest censor who wants to take out pornographic material or scandalous material. I myself do not object to bold lorizing uh, classical works if you're going to hand it to a child. There are some passages in uh, Shakespeare's Romeo that if you understand enough old English, Elizabethan English, to know what he's saying, uh, they're really kind of they're really kind of bawdy, okay? Some of the yeah. jokes are really kind of bawdy. And well, I, I mean, myself do not, I think children should be protected and are innocent and should be, their innocence should be protected. Ch- These guys, however, yeah. are tin-eared. That's their problem. They can't tell a good word from a bad word. They can't tell the difference between, if I may quote Mark Twain, a lightning bolt and a lightning bug. Okay? So to them, old hag and old crow sound the same. They sound like they Mm. convey the same meaning. And they don't. No. Now, I assume what they're trying to do is get away from all the stereotyped ideas about womanhood and all the kind of snide, insulting things you would say, especially if you're being a a little edgy and irreverent. Uh, that because the the wokesters don't like femininity, they don't like either the good side or the bad side of being female. They want to eliminate the sex altogether yeah, and I make us into unisex I, uh, robots or something. Yeah, that goes both ways though. They don't like. Yeah, they want everybody to be uh, androgynous and ugly. Yeah, because bat, because bat as far as hate. I can tell, very feminine women and very masculine men are attractive, or are right. beautiful in. Beautiful for in the sense of the true, the good, and the beautiful, um, and well, they're also they're also physically attractive. I mean, big no, no, strong handsome I mean, men, yeah, women no, are attracted mean, to, and, I mean, they're, they're and, physic- gorgeous, like they're... and gorgeous feminine women are, are, are also attracted to men. Um, I don't know. In my mind, a beautiful man just sounds like a funny turn of phrase. Oh, I wouldn't use that either. I'd say handsome man. You say handsome, um, and like a beautiful man or, is or noble has has connotations of. Um, I don't yeah, know. Being being beautiful has connotations of say, being feminine in my brain. You no, well, like, well, I just like, but I said attractive, but it's like you know they they epitomize beauty. But women um, are not attracted to beauty; they're attracted to strength, confidence, that's and true. virtue. That's okay. okay. Wait, that's okay. Women, talking, women don't we, care. I mean, this is a I got married. It doesn't matter. <laughs> women women don't care about what you look like. Men care about what you look like. To, uh, I'm sorry to say, because we're a little more shallow than our than our complementary sex, and also because a woman fundamentally, whether she knows it or not, is looking for a guy who can protect the young, 
And a man, fundamentally, whether he knows it or not, is looking for a woman who can produce young. And to yep. be able to produce young, you have to be fertile and nubile, and that has a certain look associated with it. Whereas uh, being a good protector, that means being uh, physically and mentally strong. See, Both sides are looking for virtue, but virtue in a man and virtue in a woman, a while they're the same virtues, don't have the same flavor. You see? No, of they course. both want somebody who's going to be true. And our friends, the woke, all want people who are false. And the way to be the most false is to reject yourself, reject your own sex, reject your own virtue, become a victim, and become offended when someone calls someone a flock of women. Yeah. We've only, we've only gotten three into this hundred, <laughs> hundred word list. I'm going to read on. Continue. A witch is always a woman. Let me, this is the original. A witch is always a woman. I do not wish to speak badly about women. Most women are lovely. But the fact remains that all witches are women. There's no such thing as a male witch. That passage got turned into, a witch is always a woman. There's no such thing as a male witch. They cut out the line, I do not wow. wish to speak badly about women. They cut out the line, most women are lovely. And they, they cut out the line, the fact remains that all witches are women. Now, speaking as a man who knows warlocks, I know many male witches who will be more offended by that passage from the fact that it's inaccurate than, uh, than the fact that it... That I can't even imagine what they saw wrong with that line. Um, it could be as simple as they're trying to... Well, I mean, the original... The original makes witchcraft a bad thing. Because what? he says, All witches, A witch is always a woman. I do not wish to speak badly about women. Saying, but that implicitly says being a witch is a bad thing. You can't I bet that's write what a it is. book. That's insane. If you, if you didn't want wasn't. to offend women, if you didn't want to offend witches, then you can't publish a book called The Witches where the witches are the bad guys, <laughs> written by Rodal. That's like in, saying... Well, uh, but in, their in, the, in their defense, as you keep saying, they are insane. And this that's doesn't not make a sense. That's not a defense, <laughs> because, not a because they are not actually insane. They've adopted <laughs> an insane philosophy that has taken over their brain. They've locked the doors and thrown away the key, and the key is called reason. Okay? So they're, they're, you, they did this you... to themselves. It's like, it's like being drunk. It's like being drunk. Yes, of course you are, because you're because you are responsible. Oh, of course, but I mean the reason. Mean let me tell you, as a as a lawyer, as a failed lawyer, the reason why we punish drunk drivers and we do not punish insane men who who act who have the ins, a, a legitimate insanity defense is the insane man does not know the character and nature of his actions. The drunk at the time he was drinking, at the time he was driving was not aware of the nature of his actions because he was drunk out of his mind. But, but he, he made himself. himself drunk. Right. Oh, if no, you had I, a case... On. Let me finish. If you had a case like in the movie uh, North by Northwest where evil spies from Reg, from uh, Russia filled you full of drink and then threw you in a car and, and uh, you drove away and, and you are drunk through no responsibility for your own, the law would not punish you because you've done no wrong. That's but true. But if you make yourself drunk... I realize you're not in control during that time. Even I would not try arguing with a drunk. I, I used to attend bar. You don't argue with a drunk. You don't try to talk himself out of being drunk. You can't tell a drunk how not to be drunk by means of a syllogism. To, so he suddenly becomes sober by thinking. That doesn't happen. But it's still on his watch. He's still responsible. Oh, hang on. I agree that... Um, no, I agree that they did this to themselves, but... I think they're still mad. 
Like they're still sure. they're still lost they've still lost the ability to use the their faculty of reason. Just Certainly. because they did it to themselves doesn't change the fact that they are still insane. No. No, but so, it does it does change it does change. It does their make liability. them culpable. It does make them liable for it. Yes, agreed. Right. Right. So, so uh, but I, I wonder if um but I wonder if that which one is simply that yeah, they cut it out because it implicitly says witches are bad. Even though the whole story says witches are bad and No, that's not the reason. They okay, cut that out because it's condescending to women, in their opinion. Ah, For okay. a man to say most women are lovely, they think that that's, that that's being too nice to women. You see, that's, that's putting women on a pedestal. You remember how feminists don't like women being on pedestals? Women don't like women being women. Feminists who are not women don't like women being women. Feminists are ex-women. They're women, in women, women in all but their mind's eye. That's other true. other things. Let me let me continue. I'm just going to read straight. Fat little brown mouse becomes little brown mouse. Here's your little boy, she said. He needs to go on a diet. Becomes here's your little boy. In the early version, the narrator exclaims, "But what about the rest of the world?" I cried. "What about America and France and Holland and Germany? And what about Norway?" Now the sentence reads, "What about the rest of the world?" Because of course he only mentions. European and American nations there. In the book Matilda, Miss Trenchville's great horsey face becomes smoothly her face, and eight nutty little idiots becomes eight nutty little boys. Turning white becomes turning quite pale. In James and the Giant Peach, the cloud men are no longer have become cloud people instead of cloud men. Miss Sponge is no longer the fat one, and Miss Spider's head is no longer black, and the earthworm is no longer has a lovely pink skin, but lovely smooth skin. In the Twits, the weird African language is no longer weird, while Mrs. Twit is no longer ugly and beastly, but simply beastly. Okay. In the Fantastic Mr. Fox, the description of the tractors saying that the machines were both black has been cut. So, Bunce, the little potbelly dwarf in, in Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox, becomes plain old Bunce, and the little foxes, which are previously sons, are now daughters, while Badger's son has become the little one. Tortoises no longer come mostly from North Africa, but from many different countries. And tortoises are, are very backward creatures. Therefore, they can only understand words that are written backwards. Has become simply, they can only understand words that are written backwards. So the joke, the point of the joke has been erased. Because, of course, if you're not a backward creature, you can't understand words written there backwards. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Mike TV, I hope you remember Mike TV, one of my I favorite do. characters. Mike TV is the most annoying character, one of. Well, they're all annoying, it's, aren't they? It's hard to say for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> who is the most annoying character. But I yes. think in the movie version, the girl who sings I Want It Now when she wants the Golden Youth, uh, Veruca Salt, also yeah. has a claim to it, to a high. Uh, uh, he's got 18 toy pistols hanging from belts around his body. The guns have been removed, not only from the text, but also from the accompanying picture. Okay? Let me go through a bunch of these really quickly. In the twits, ladies and gentlemen becomes folks. Fearful ugliness becomes ugliness. Have you ever seen a woman with a face uglier than that? I doubt it. Becomes, have you ever seen anyone with an uglier face than that? I doubt it. You can have a wonky nose and crooked mouth and a double chin and stick out teeth. Becomes... You can have a wonky nose and crooked mouth and stick out teeth. No double chins in the modern version. In her right hand, she carried a walking stick. She used to tell people that this was because she had warts growing on her soles of her left foot and walking was painful. This becomes, 
In her right hand, she carried a walking stick, not because she needed help walking. Why the mention of warts? Don't ask me. Oh, do shut up, you old hag, it becomes. Oh, do shut up, you old crow. I think I mentioned that one earlier. Yep. She lay there in the dark, scratching her tummy. Her tummy was itching. Dirty old hags like her always have itchy tummies. She lay there in the dark, itching her tummy. Her tummy was always itchy. Apparently, we can't make any um, stereotypes about dirty old hags. She was a prisoner, becomes she was stuck. So, frumpet becomes frump. These were English birds, and they couldn't understand the weird African language the monkey spoke. I think I mentioned this one before, too. These are English birds, and they couldn't understand the African language the monkey spoke. Now, here's one I like, because there's a similar passage in, uh, in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. He's dotty, they cried. He's balmy. He's batty. He's nutty. He's screwy. He's wacky, cried the roly-poly bird. Poor old Muggles has gone off his wump at last. He's dotty, they cried. He's wacky, cried the roly-poly bird. The whole list of synonyms is gone. It's very... What they all have in common is they're flatter. Right. They're tin-eared. These guys have tin ears. They can't tell music from noise. They can't tell poetry from prose. But to a large degree, like, they haven't... They haven't changed anything particularly... They've only really changed it at a surface level, but they've, um... They've sort of ground it down and taken the shine off it. Right. They just made it worse without actually accomplishing the goal that they said they were going to accomplish, which is to make it somehow acceptable to modern audiences. They just made it the ugly. Witches is still, a, is still a, a book about witches. It's still a book about ugly, monsterly, beastly women who, who dress up and walk among women. But they can't wear nice shoes because they have no toes on their feet. And they're all bald, so they have to wear wigs. Yeah. But it's just uh, in interestingly. Did you notice? Um, speaking of the role doll changes, um, did yeah. you hear what the publisher did? Um, I up, 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 upon the large outcry, they they backpedaled and said they were going to part. They were going to keep the classic versions. Then they took everybody's ebook versions and pushed out updated versions with all of the um, corrections in it. So if you own an old copy of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on Kindle, you now have the improved um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on Kindle. They're probably going to make the classic version available on Kindle as well, but you'll have to buy it again. <laughs> notice, notice, they, notice, notice what they didn't do they didn't produce the new version and then offer it for sale alongside the old one because nobody would have bought it I, I wonder how much of this is um, a cash grab by the publisher to get everybody to buy the book again uh, again every time you and I have speculated about their motives my, my speculation has always been much more cynical than yours I would be pleased if they were motivated by something as honest and decent as mere greed, as opposed um, to being motivated by, by a sheer hatred of beauty, a hatred of children's books, a hatred of children, I don't see anything benevolent in this at all. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I, that, and the that fact, but, but the fact that they did that Kindle thing secretly, doesn't that, doesn't that really get your goat? Yeah. You know? Oh, no, no, it, it so. annoys me. It's, um, but 
they'll they'll say oh no you can buy the classic version still but they've vandalized everybody's existing copies right um and i suspect it's only a matter of time before they drop the classic version entirely so that you can only get the new and improved version going forward new and i new and uh, improved. when i was younger i used to be a libertarian and i have uh, b many sharp disagreements these days with libertarians but all the libertarians I knew back when the uh, ebooks were first coming out warned everyone not to allow the publisher once he sells it to retain control over it, and they tried to get they tried to get versions that were uh, free from uh, so that you were buying it rather than renting the book. In other words, yeah, I forget what it's called. I forget uh, it was DVR or DVD or DV something. Um, I, forget, I forget what the file type is called. DRM. Digital rights right. management is the technology right. you're thinking of. Right, right. So the libertarians warned everyone, and if you didn't listen, then you didn't listen. Well, allow me, allow me to. Uh, yes, go ahead. I was going to say the thing is, the ability to push edits to the book on one level is a really useful thing. You publish the book, you find a bunch of typos, as almost inevitably happens when humans start reading it. Because oh, you don't have to. You don't have to, to tell it me. Perfect. It's difficult. It's <laughs> difficult to make it perfect, so it's convenient to be able to then give the reader a corrected version that has all the typos fixed. Um, sure, but you could have done yeah. that with a simple word. Uh, uh, the same thing you do in Word for Windows, where they will flag the change and say accept, reject. Yes, yeah, accept the oh, change. I agree. And leave it you, in the hands of the customer, as I, the free market and God Himself demands. I, I agree. I, I agree. That would have been the right way to do it. But I mean, the technology itself isn't implicitly sinister. It has a, it has a good use. Um, the implementation leaves some something to be desired, and the fact that they can force these updates out, um, is a problem. So and to do it secretly, because then it's then it's just. Let me read you some of the changes in Charles of Blackberry really quickly. I won't make any comments about anything. I'll just read it. Sure. Like all extremely old people, he was delicate and weak. That's the original. Like most extremely old people, he was delicate and weak. Tell Charlie about that crazy Indian prince, said Grandma Josephine. Tell Charlie about that ridiculously rich Indian prince, said Grandma Josephine. That's different. You mean Prince Pondicherry, said Grandpa? You mean Prince Puducherry, said Grandpa Joe? I don't know the difference between Pondicherry and Puducherry. Neither do I. Joe, and he began chuckling with laughter. Completely dotty, said Grandpa George, but very rich, said Grandpa Georgina. And he began chuckling with laughter. Prince Pondicherry wrote a letter to Mr. Willy Wonka. Prince Puducherry wrote a letter to Mr. Willy Wonka. We don't know what we don't know why the name change. A nine year old boy was so enormously fat that he looked as though he'd been blown up with a powerful pump. The nine-year-old boy was so enormous that it looked as though he'd been blown up with a powerful pump. Just the word fat were removed. Great flabby folds of fat bulged out from every part of his body, and his face was like a monstrous ball of dough. Great folds bulged out from every part of his body, and his face was like a ball of dough. It's just, it's the same description, just less, it's excuse flatter. me, I said I wasn't going to make any comment. It's no, just no, it's flatter. Th it's flatter. Yeah, the sh yeah. shine is gone. A hundred women working for me. A hundred people working for me. See the difference? Well, the employees were all women in the in the, in the factory because they were they were all all doing cooking. They were all doing chocolate. Uh, 
My mother says it's not ladylike and looks ugly to see a girl's jaws going up and down like mine. This is from uh, uh, the gum chewer girl. I can't remember her name. Uh, Violet Evergard? Beauregard? That sounds right. My mother says it's undignified and looks ugly to see jaws going up and down like mine. Because things can't be ladylike anymore. Mm. The men behind the counter looked fat and well fed. He had big lips and fat cheeks and a very fat neck. Removed. The fat around his neck bulged all around the top of his collar like a rubber ring. Remove. The fat shopkeeper shouted. The fat the shopkeeper shouted. Get that mud off your pants. Get that mud off your trousers. I, I, I would have said the word trousers is less common these days than the word pants. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that is the difference between England and America, maybe? All the children except Charlie had both their oh, fathers yes. and mothers no, with them. Your, your, your wife is right. It, um, it's pants, pants, is underwear means, in England? pants means underwear in England. Running around I will your say pants. that I will say that is the one legitimate, one legitimate <laughs> change. Yes. I am so embarrassed to have to admit that that could have been a legitimate change. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a legit. That's here's here's another one that might be legitimate. The picture of the Lone Ranger stenciled on his wind cheater. The picture of the Lone Ranger stenciled on his jacket. I'm old enough to remember the word wind cheater, but there's some people who are not. They don't know it means a jacket. So that's, I mean, it, it shouldn't be surprising that if they're going through and making these edits, that some of them would be reasonable. I mean... I soon discovered that the Oompa Loompas were crazy about this particular food. I soon discovered that the Oompa Loompas loved this particular food because we can't make fun of crazy people anymore. That's flatter. That's just... But it's not making fun right. of crazy people. It just means... To be crazy about a food is you're like obsessed and love it, and it's it's more than love the food though. It's it's stronger than that. It's like it, there's a, there's a sense of obsession and that sort of thing to it. Um, the Oompa-Loompas sing about television. When the when the Oompa-Loompas are singing, they say, or better still, just don't install the idiotic thing at all. That was removed. You can't refer to things as idiotic anymore. Something crazy is going to happen now. Charlie thought. Something bizarre is going to happen now, Charlie thought. You can't use the word crazy anymore. He used to be fat. Now he's thin as a straw. That's been removed. How healthy she looks, much better than before, now becomes how healthy she looks. Now, I did find one, maybe two, that were actually legitimate, and I think it's okay to change wind cheater to windbreaker or to change it to jacket if you think the little ones are not going to know what the word means. I, of mm. course think that you should send the little ones to the dictionary if they don't know what a word means. Well, just because tell them, yeah. That, that's, how I got, that's how I got my uh, my vocabulary. But I'm going to read one more quote, and this is a quote that I am sure is going to be changed in the next edition. But it's not from Rodal, and I want you to try to figure out which author I'm quoting. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And this process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Well, I know that quote. <laughs> you and I are the last generation who are going to know that quote because that will be forbidden by I the party after this. There, there are cases of librarians gleefully getting rid of 1984 out of their library catalogs. You can't make that stuff up. Wow. Uh, I remember seeing a tweet to that effect. A uh, librarian... Because, I mean, you know, li libraries are of a finite size and they need to clear out their collections occasionally to make room for new books. 
fair enough. I mean, spice is what it is. But she no, because making... the new books well, are garbage. Everyone should no one should read anything that was written a hundred years ago, unless it's a science fiction story like that one or a Rodell book, which is really delightful. No, no, no. I mean, like the the reality is, a library is of a finite size. So periodically, either the library will reach its capacity and never add a new book, or some books will need to be removed to make space for new ones. I, I'm just making I'm just making a cynical and curmudgeonly comment about the value of new books versus old books. I'm a big fan of old books. Oh, I agree. I'm no, sure I, there's I, occasional new books written I by me that should go in there, but I'm not sure which of my books is better than anything written by George Orwell or you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the I, thing is, the I, thing is, like, you, you'd update reference works and things first, I would imagine, just because those are the well, sorts of the, things. Reference because works do state wear of the out. art changes over time, but yes, but yeah, but just a librarian with glee throwing out uh, definitely 1984, and I think Fahrenheit 451 was there, and it's just like, well, you're, that, you're, that shows... you're a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> if they're throwing out 1984 and Fahrenheit 451, that shows that the good book is correct. That even those who work evil do so for the great glory of God, because of course. That story makes it all the more shocking how obvious it is. If they were getting rid of, uh, I don't know, three men in a boat, uh, I would be offended. Or if they were getting rid of uh, Looking Backward by Ralph Bellamy, I'd be offended. But I wouldn't be the jarring irony of, yeah. of, of I, censoring a book that, a, that, that criticizes censorship would not be present. I, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just... I don't know which is worse, that they understand exactly what they're doing... They know they're they know they're hiding the works that would reveal the evil they're doing, or if they're just oblivious and they just don't they just they don't even understand the irony of what they're doing. I've I've seen that with lots of things where they'll do something, and it's just like how how, how do they miss the irony of what they're doing? It's insane. How how do the, they? Uh, I will explain. You see. I believe that you should think it is that is innocent and they're just oblivious because I'm the one of the two of us who believes it's deliberate and that they know exactly what they're doing and they're and they're horrible people. So oh, we yeah. should we should continue to maintain that that spectrum of opinion between whether they're idiots or whether they're evil. Now we could embrace the power of both and, <laughs> but that's a, that's an argument for another day. Uh, the reason why I believe that they are not oblivious to it is because I believe hypocrisy is the core summit and goal of their philosophy. You don't adopt a philosophy that that uh, blames everyone else for your problems if you don't want to be in a situation where nothing you say or do has consequences. If you want to be in a situation where nothing you say or do has consequences, uh, that's because you want to shoot your mouth off and say things that are false. Because no one who says true things necessarily wants to avoid the consequences. I mean, he might want to you know, not get not get negative feedback or not get attacked or not get arrested if he says something that's too true. But in general, honest men expect there to be consequences for their actions because ideas have consequences and actions have consequences. So it is my belief, it is my firm belief that hypocrisy is the point of everything they say and do. That's the goal of their philosophy. They want to be able to do things that are outrageously hypocritical because they think no one will hold them to account. And sadly, so far, they've been right. They've been no one has that, that that librarian was not fired. I will I will wager you dollars to donuts. Yeah. 
Well, on that depressing note, what can be done to stand against the march of idiocracy, apart from go and try to buy copies of these books now, possibly copy them and share them online for free in violation of copyright law? The, uh, I'm not, I'm the, not the advocating. Public... I'm not advocating that. It just seems to be the only way forward. The public outcry is a good sign. It's just not organized. So all we have to do is all we have to do is people who are like-minded, who are tired of this BS, who are tired of being lied to by all our public institutions, need to take control of our public institutions. Now the people who are against us, they're not they're not gods. They're just devil worshippers. Now they do have help from the devil, but we have help from God. It'll be a long, slow process. It, this did not happen overnight. It took a century. So it took yeah. at least a century. So we have to start the process to roll the ball the other way. And we can start with laughter. We can start by mocking the idiots who think they're smart enough to to censor Roe Dahl, who I'll point out was a spy for the British during World War II. You think you can outsmart James Bond? You are completely <laughs> mistaken. He knows more about women than you will ever know. And he knows more about chocolate. So just shut your mouths. You guys have no authority, no ability to censor him because all your, all your changes are tin-eared. All your changes are flat and stupid. So we have to cry out in one mighty voice, Go away, penguin! Go away, you morons! Do not meddle with our beloved childhood memories, okay? That's what we have to do. We've got to raise a fuss. I think that's a good place to end. And then pray. And then pray, as always. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining me today, John. I hope everybody enjoyed that episode. Like, share, and subscribe, and we'll talk to you next time. And this episode will be censored before we put it out, just for <laughs> your protection.